up, everybody? It is your boy, Dallas Simon, coming to you again with another episode of the Ground Up Biz podcast, where the goal is to inspire, educate, and help you break the time for money trade in your life so that you can live life on a whole nother level. I hope you're having a fantastic day so far. And in this episode, I want to share with you a book that has been so profound and so close to my heart. Um, <laughs> let me not hype it up that much, but not for real. This this book has done wonders for me, and that is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. This book should be required reading in any school. Um, I feel like do your cousins, your nieces, your nephews, your children, um, anyone younger than you may be looking up to you, uh, do them a solid and recommend this book or buy the book for them uh, so that they can read it. Um, and no matter what age you are right now, it's still a great time to read this book. How to Win Friends and Influence People was the second book I read in my journey. Um, I think I'm on book like at least 60. Uh, I made like a spreadsheet, right? And it doesn't, it's, it's not tuning my horn, just saying I, I read a lot of books. Um, and How to Win Friends and Influence People is still top 10. If not, I can't do top five. That would, that would hurt. Uh, it's, it's a great book, but top 10 for show. Um, and here's why I'm going to share some ideas with you. Um, and if you've read the book, then this could be a refresher. So number one, give honest and sincere appreciation. When engaging with people, um, and I guess there's a space for, um, well, we'll think about it though. Maybe, maybe people do want actual sincere appreciation. I was going to say, maybe there's a space for flattery, um, or I don't know, flirting maybe, um, but, <laughs> or joking around depending on what situation you're in. Uh, but when you can find ways to, uh, be specific, right. About things that other people do that, that you like and you admire and, um, you know, you aspire to be like them. If you can find examples and, and point this out to them and it, it makes people feel amazing, especially if you're genuine, um, and not saying, to, uh, what is it to kiss, butt, but, and, and to some extent people will know if you're kissing, butt, right. But if you do it in a sincere way, which I've been doing since I read this book in college, um, it just naturally happens. Right. And people, people say, you know, I like your energy or I like being around you. I like talking to you. And it's, it's really because I try to identify, um, things that I appreciate about other people and I let them know about it and it warms their heart and it also makes me feel warm as well. Number two, be a good listener. I'm going to scratch good out and I'm going to say be an excellent listener. Um, listening is that skill that I don't have it on my resume, you know, and it's, you know, if you're in an interview, you might actually, you should say you're a good listener. I was about to say, what? You know, you definitely should. Listening is, I was just going to say, if you put it on your resume, some people might say, okay, what else can you do? Okay. You can listen. Cool. You know, everybody can listen. Right. But not necessarily. Some people, they don't listen well. 
right? They, they miss information. Um, they don't take notes or yeah, they're leaving it all in their head. They don't have like some type of way of documenting what they're hearing, of organizing that information. Uh, you have to present it multiple times to them. Uh, and if you ask them to recall certain facts or events about information, you have to repeat yourself. That's fine. But like, there are some people who exist in this world who are excellent listeners. They hear it once, you know, they, they notate it and they organize that and they may have some questions, but for the most part, they understood what you're saying. They could, they could, you know, kind of reword it back to you. And those people are very fun to talk to, you know? Um, and also people, when I say they respond, a good listener is not necessarily in the market of responding or providing their advice or feedback on, on anything. A good listener is somebody who, when you talk, you know, you just feel like you can open up to them. And, and what they do is they, they, they acknowledge that they're still listening. They may ask a question to confirm, you know, were you, were you meaning like this? Or I understand what you, what you felt. Could you elaborate some more? And, but they don't interrupt you. And, (laughs) They, they listen. It's like they enjoy hearing you talk. Right. And, and to any human who, who, and even myself, right. Cause that's why the podcast is such a leap for me is cause I'm, I'm naturally an introvert. I don't really enjoy talking, uh, especially, you know, for the fun of it, you know, small talk. I, I really, I don't know. It's just not my thing. So when I find somebody who really wants to listen to to my message and what I've learned and where I've messed up and how much time I spent doing this. Um, I open up to them. So, so be a great listener. It's really going to help you out. And it's that skill that if you're in a professional setting, right. And you say, I'm a great listener. Some people may not really grasp, you know, how useful of a skill that is, but if you can show them, then they will feel that on a, on a deeper level. You know, they'll open up to you and they'll, they'll tell you, um, what you need to know or what you want to know. Um, so make sure you're taking notes (laughs) so you don't have to ask them to repeat themselves. The third thing, uh, how to win friends and influence people, uh, talk in terms of other people's interests. So everyone has an agenda. Everyone has a set of cards that they're trying to play and you, you can't always see what, hand someone else has you can ask questions and but but really and you can you can see their facial reactions and you know if you're in person um, or hear the inflection on their voice to kind of gauge where they are but as far as like when you're addressing people or communicating and even in a professional setting you should always consider the viewpoints of all the parties involved and how to best um, formulate your message so that it's in terms of like, like how they talk, like the, the language, the jargon and how they talk, the body language, you know, is, is similar. Have you ever heard of mirroring, uh, you know, similar body language as the person you're communicating with? Um, <laughs> for real, for real, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, and noticing like what they care about and seeing if you can find some similarities to connect with, you know, um, and, when you do that, your message is going, if you do have a message, if you do have an agenda, just make sure your agenda meshes, you know, uh, if possible, sometimes it's not possible, but if you're in a collaborative setting, like 
okay, you have an agenda. Okay, you want to do whatever you want to do, fine. You know what I'm saying? But but if you're if you're about to connect with another person, like list what they care about first, if you know about it. You know what I'm saying? And and come from that angle, and you're gonna be much more likely to persuade somebody to want to help you and want to be involved because you're talking their language, literally. Um, I forgot what number I'm on. So <laughs> we'll finish up with this uh, quote that I got still from how to win friends and influence people. Um, check this out. Dale Carnegie. The only way on earth to influence other people is to talk about what they want and show them how to get it. What a profound quote. Uh, if I do say so myself, myself, when you talk in terms of what other people want and you understand your skills and make a genuine effort on a daily basis to sharpen your skills um, and to find where you can apply those skills to benefit others and in turn also, you know, benefit yourself. Um, or sometimes it's just for the benefit of others, right? Just for helping others. And, that, and that's fine too. But we, we know like when you, when you help others in that way, you still, it may not be a monetary um, gain, but you may feel some type of way um, from doing so. And that, that is a benefit uh, in itself. So focus on, focus on, and this is this is kind of like what I'm trying to figure out too um on a deeper level it's like what what am I here for you know (laughs) and ah you know this podcast is not necessarily it's definitely I don't know spirituality is definitely actually part of it because in order to break the time for money trade in order to be wealthy in my personal opinion you're gonna have to do some things that most people don't do which is probably leveling up to a certain level where you do get spiritual like and I I definitely believe like wealth abundance money success um influence impact there's a spiritual element to all of that um so that's just my personal opinion I I I was gonna say I hope not to (laughs) divide my audience members but I guess at some point that was just gonna happen right so um Let's get off that topic for a bit, and but we'll have to address it in the future because that is definitely a topic that, that needs to be relevant in entrepreneurship and business and, and great success, right? When we're talking about breaking the time for money trade, you have to look at your circle, honestly, like look at your circle, who you know, and like who, who at their age is actually breaking the time for money trade, like they live their life and they do not work for money, like their money and their businesses, their assets continue to generate income for them they are they are investors full term and they live their life they enjoy their life they may work if they want to but they don't have to work like think about it like how many people like that do you know and i'm thinking about it and in, in my how old am i 27 <laughs> in my like seven years of networking i met some good people and my, my mom's connected to, to many great people some of breaking the time for money trade. Some are a little bit older. It doesn't matter your age. You know, this is not because uh, I when I looked at the demo, the demographics of the podcast, uh, we got different age groups. So salute to you if you're still listening, uh, whatever gender, whatever age, whatever you do. You know, what I'm saying salute to you. This is about you. This is about helping you break the time for money trade. Um, but what I was going to say is 
it's not something that many people I would just say like a percentage of, of people have been successful doing this so we are going to have to level up to get you there and and me too like I'm still on this journey like this is not something that <laughs> normal people aspire to do like to become to become wealthy and okay let's just say the break the time for money trade you don't have to necessarily become wealthy to break the time for money trade but you do have to accumulate it could be one asset but I think that probably be unlikely just one asset right they probably have to be multiple assets multiple vehicles for instance like real estate um, maybe some stocks uh, maybe some bonds I don't know depends on your age Um, maybe some crypto depends on your risk having some type of business or corporation definitely highly likely ding 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 like you should definitely maybe depending on where you are uh, in your entrepreneurship you should have one of those and then maybe a podcast something like this um and maybe youtube as well and just just multiple streams of income um i feel like i'm kind of going off on a tangent here so let's bring it back let's bring it back you see what i like to talk about right so someone who wants to you know connect with me if they come from this angle i'm i'm a sucker right they they got me you know what i'm saying i i would listen and I would talk and then we would just have a great time. So the important thing here, how to win friends and influence people. I read that book. Man, it's been, it's honestly been about five, five to seven years. It's, it's been a while. And since then, I've read about, say, 10 to 12 books per year. I really wanted to hit that CEO goal. And, and maybe I'll aspire for that this year. I think it's like something like 50 books um, per year. So I came short in 2021 uh, I read I believe like 13 so we'll say 10 to 13 just so I can be fair be honest um, but they're pretty big books I'm being you know when you're reading a 200 300 page book <laughs> and you have a you have somewhat of a life or you have a job like okay I'm making excuses you know read read the darn books read books this is how I got here if you're still listening to this po- podcast reading books and connecting with people and reading forums, <laughs> lots of forums, lots of Reddit, uh, lots of YouTube videos, and lots of trying different things. Like I'm thinking about, like as far as my portfolio right now, um, holding stocks, holding crypto, trading crypto as well, day trading, um, using a software. It's kind of random, but I, I was thinking about sharing it, so I might, might as well. Um, got my business. I'm thinking maybe project management. When I say maybe, um, it's just like how though, like, right, like the business model is what I'm spending some time on, like the customer I'm serving, the exact, like the type of customer, uh, what exactly I'm going to be creating to serve that come up, that customer, right? The offer, I'm um, going back to the drawing board. Like I said, the, my business started as a marketing business and I I just feel like I just feel like project management is more in my expertise and my lane. So I'm going to stick with that because, you know, that's I don't know. I don't know. As you can see, as an entrepreneur, I don't know what you do. Right. Should I pivot? I don't know. This is not something where you could leave me a comment, but maybe you can send me an email and say, hey, Dallas, you know, too soon to pivot on the marketing. You should stick with that. But I, I like project management. 
and I like what it can offer. And it's just a different, um, it's a different field than marketing and project management is just as needed, if not more. Um, I can get my project management, uh, PMP license, I think it's what it's called or whatever, and I can become a certified project manager. Um, and there's some other things, right? And I'm, I'm once again, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, one of the most powerful, impactful, badass books I read. I wish I would have read it earlier in my life. If you haven't already, man, stop playing. Stop playing. The people do that. Like, oh, why do we, why do we do that? I'm going to read it. I'm going to check it out. I know because life happens and you know, it's just not a priority right now. Um, and you, when you read the book, you're going to, you're going to be like, you, you're right. Like all these principles are super simple. Like nothing I said in this podcast was like not common sense, right? All super simple. But once you understand the principles, read the book like four times, but it was just audiobook, so I didn't read it physically. I listened to the audio uh, full, you know, four times. Uh, hasn't been recently, but the principles are like in my membrane and, and just how I interact with people. Um, it's not always awesome, but when I remember those principles and I, and I go to like, you know, a little website link, you know, see if I can get a summary real quick just to remind myself like how I did for this episode. And I'm just like, yep, I remember that great principle. Yep, I remember that. And uh, I'm just reminded of how to treat people. And if I ever needed to persuade people or get people on board, then then the best way to do so is not to come first with just what I want to do. Right. No one wants to hear that. No one cares. Like some people, I mean, your mom and some other people who just love you and, and breathe you like they care. But but the world, like most of them just care about like their self at first. Right. I mean, because it's naturally how how we're how we're, I guess, trained unless, you know, the American culture depends where you're listening, you know, where your culture is like. But American culture is kind of like the I. Right. So you're just thinking about you. And if somebody comes to the table and just like, well, tell me more about you. Like, I want to hear about you. It, it just is a change up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You kind of weird it out. Like what you want to know about me? Like, I thought you were just going to be talking and pitching and telling me what you do and what you offer and blah, blah, blah. Right. So. In everything you do, make sure that you're considering the other person and you're seeing it from their point of view and um, treating people how they want to be treated. (laughs) All right. That's all I have for this episode. Thanks for listening. Um, If you like this podcast, make sure you you like it, favorite it, and uh, share it with a friend uh, if you think they would enjoy this content. Other than that, um, follow me on Instagram at groundupbiz or on medium at ground up biz and we will be back with another episode have an awesome day peace